Worshipful brethren, brethren all, welcome to Freemasonry in seven minutes or less. One of the nice things for me about Freemasonry is that we make an effort to dress formally, wearing suits, speaking properly, and dining in the correct manner of high society. But those that look inwards into Freemasonry can see it a little bit too pompous, dare I say. So today we'll be asking, are British Masons too formal? So to start the chat, here is Brother Angel. Thank you. Um, yes, I also discussed this on YouTube. Um, I have a, a video called A Freemason's Dress Code, if anyone wants to look it up. And there I analyze the symbolism of the, the clothes, well, mainly the apron or gloves. And um, actually, it's one of my more popular videos. Anyway, in, in hot countries like the Philippines, suits are just too hot. You, you just can't in, you know, even in Japan, sometimes we have 80% humidity in summer. It's really hard to wear a suit. But anyway, um, so in uh, Philippines, they don't wear suits. They wear a formal uh, long-sleeved white shirt. But in temperate zones, such as Europe and the USA, uh, humidity is not an issue. So first, I'd just like to give my reasons for why I think uh, formal clothes are a good thing. And of course, these are my um, my opinions. And I've listed up, um, I think, seven or eight points pro, and then I'll give the cons afterwards. So firstly, uh, formal attire uh, conveys a sense of professionalism and seriousness in the lodge. Secondly, when meeting other lodges or even going to Grand Lodge, formal wear can create a positive impression and instill confidence in the lodge's ability and expertise. Uh, also, I think a, a dress code of formal wear ensures a consistent and standardized appearance in the lodge and uh, promotes a sense of unity. Um, if we didn't wear similar black, then you'd have people coming in expensive clothes and making other people feel kind of, <laughs> uh, uh, let's see, just feeling uncomfortable. Mm. Uh, second, uh, another reason, what's this? Fourth reason, uh, dressing formally can be a sign of respect for what Freemasonry stands for. And uh, it gives an attitude of decorum and dignity in the work that we are engaged in. Also, you could say that uh, our formal wear gives the public an impression of uh, seriousness, uh, propriety, respectability, and especially on occasions when we meet the public, such as an open house when the a public come into the lodge. We want to leave a good impression. Uh, another important point is that uh, formal wear can uh, help establish a clear hierarchy within the organisation, so we can see who are the officers, and uh, particularly Grand Lodge officers. They tend to dress more formally. So, in the Grand Lodge of Massachusetts, all our officers wear tuxedos and, and bow ties black bow ties. Mm. Um, then there's also a kind of psychological effect that some people feel more focused and confident when they're dressed formally. 
and hopefully this will lead to improved ritual. And lastly, it can be seen as a kind of cultural norm because in the UK, uh, Freemasons wearing formal dress is the normal way of going to lodge. And so to deviate from this can be seen as disrespectful or even unprofessional. So those are my eight points that I listed. Then the cons for wearing formal wear. Um, formal clothes can be uncomfortable and restrictive for some people, particularly if you have to focus on ritual for a long time. Um, buying uh, formal clothes can be expensive, and this can be off-putting for candidates. Uh, formal wear means you've got to dry clean your clothes, and young people may be... Uh, feel that um, dry cleaning has a negative impact on the environment. Um, That's how some people look at it. Uh, Some people feel that uh, if you wear um, uh, relaxed clothes, uh, jeans or sweatshirts or something, it would lead to increased attendance as um, brethren feel more at ease. And particularly... Younger generations tend to favor casual wear, and for enforcing a formal dress code may lead to um, masat, uh, I forgot what the English word is, masat, <laughs> um, friction, <laughs> friction within the lodge. Mm. Some people wearing uh, tuxedos and dark suits, others wearing casual wear. Um, so another point I've got here is sixth. Um, uh, it also has an effect on the morale in the lodge. Um, a, um, but some people may feel that a formal dress code may be unnecessary or over, overly restrictive, and ha- having it forced upon them may have a negative uh, effect on the um, morale of the lodge. Also, um, as society changes, uh, people may feel that formal wear um, doesn't align with cu- with the culture and seems to be out of date for younger candidates. And um, some people may even quote from the first degree that saying that it's, it's the internal qualification and not a brother's external appearance that recommends him to be a Mason. Mm-hmm. So that's a catch-22 there. Um, and some people may be deterred from joining a lodge um, because they prefer a more relaxed uh, attire and they feel wearing formal clothes means that everybody is elderly. (laughs) So um, those are the pros and cons. Um, Women's lodges, uh, they tend to wear long white dresses. Uh, So I wonder if Mm. they are facing the same issue. Some younger women want to turn up in jeans and sweatshirts. Several grand lodges, such as UGLE and Massachusetts, uh, actually define the clothes that members should wear. It's in the constitutions. And... Uh, but other new, newer, younger Grand Lodges, for example, the Grand Lodge of Japan, has not. So many members turn up in T-shirts and sometimes even dungarees, uh, mm. while at the same time others are wearing suits. So it's a little bit difficult for us sometimes, uh, particularly if a member has grand honours, 
you can't refuse him entry to the lodge, even if he is in a T-shirt. So what do you think, Brother Evans? Well, <laughs> this, this is a bit of a conundrum. I think in this country, in Britain, where I am, if if it can't change now because it's been so ingrained, the formality of, of our, our attire, that if it were to do so, it would very seriously denigrate the image of the institution. So if people yes. were allowed to start joining in T-shirts or whatever, th- anything else, I think it, it would be a big slide for masonry as it's been yeah, for over 300 years. It's been established for in this country. It would um, it wouldn't do any good. But, uh, you know, if I was in America, uh, I, I know the formality is different there. I, I think it'd be more appropriate. I wouldn't feel uncomfortable in an American lodge in T-shirt and, um, yes. and jeans. But I think if, I, if, you, if you went to American lodge wearing a tuxedo, mm. you might be standing out. Yeah, you might be. Yeah, you, you might yeah. be. It's yeah. horses for courses. But yes, it's yeah. obviously the Philippines. That's a, a reasonable reason for having different attire from from the UK. Yes. But I think part of the thing for me with Freemasonry, it's a formal institution. It's kind of it's a it's a step up in your demeanor as a person. You're joining a more adult institution it's kind of a milestone in your life you're, you're doing something that's a bit important yes, and i think that yes. what, what we're studying and what we're putting ourselves into you need you need to be ship shape you need to be smartly yes. attired that's not if you join the military you're not you're not joining the military to doss around you're not joining it for a minimum wage job you're doing it to do something and part of the military is to wear smart clothes be cleanly shaven and buck yes. your ideas up change your attitude and it's the same for me with freemasonry they say that um, a smart sailor makes a smart ship. There we go. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And if I turn up in my work, I've place. had, I've also a braided uh, brethren who've come uh, to lodge. Our lodge is a little bit formal. In mm. a couple of the lodges I go to here, a little bit formal, and sometimes people come very, in like in jeans and a white shirt, and they say, you know, why, why aren't you wearing a suit? He said, I've just come from work. Mm. So what? Take the suit to work, change, and then come to it. It's what everybody else does. Mm. Why can't you do it? So it's, it's a matter of making an effort as well. I think so. I think it puts you in the yeah. mental space. I think it puts yeah. you in a much more uh, formal and you put more effort yeah. into things if you are formally attired, I think. Yes, that's what I feel. So that, um, um, yes, um, you, it's an appearance. Um it gives an attitude of decorum and dignity mm-hmm. to the work that we are engaged in, mm-hmm. to quote my, <laughs> I think that's what it's about. Yes, and suits, yeah. uh, suits, we are in mourning after all. Yeah, that's, I was just going to say, you know, mm. you wouldn't go to a funeral in, G-pan, uh, in jeans and a sweatshirt. Uh, there we go, there we go. <laughs> you know? so, the so everybody else goes in black, and so that's the bottom line. We're, we are in mourning for our the loss of our great of our grandmaster so and one question for you with regards to formal attire are you a half windsor man or a full windsor man uh tie yes um half oh i'm full windsor i'm half and i have actually specially made tie that's uh, wider than most (laughs) ties so the knot is longer okay Um, okay but here in in the uk most people wear director's suits 
Uh, the black jacket and dark striped trousers. Yes, that's what I was going to ask yes. you. Yes, but that's called yeah. director. Whereas in Japan, we don't have a director. We don't. They don't ah, sell director okay. suits. So we wear. We actually wear mourning clothes. Right. <laughs> so right. Funeral. Funeral. Funeral clothes. <laughs> ah, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Anyway, yes. Well, you can wear a suit, a dark suit, dark tie, but hmm. um, yeah. Anyway, and the um, the. The morning clothes here are very black. It's, it's, I've never yes. seen clothes so black. I mean, really black. It's, it's quite surprising how they dye the material in Japan. Mm. But anyway, so <laughs> Vanta black. We digress. Stealth bomber paint. <laughs> so actually, I know how they do it. They dye the material red to start with, right. and then they dye it black. Okay. And so they get that really deep deep rich black color because the base of the dye of uh, the color of the material was red it's a it's kind of japanese uh dying secret there we go. <laughs> yeah there you go. <laughs> right, on, the, on that note we'll, we'll leave that there if you have any questions please email on the link below we now part on the square and we'll meet soon thank you and goodbye goodbye <laughs>